yo, 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 with music instead of y'all hearing me sing Alright fine whatever Episode 15 of the Struggle Play Podcast Starts right about now Yeah yeah uh. Hey uh-huh. Hey Y'all ain't ready My last nigga was a bitch nigga I need a nigga with about six figures Damn what y'all know about that brand new summer walker and chris brown Episode 15, the Struggle Play Podcast. Let's get it. The Struggle Play Podcast is available on all digital streaming platforms. SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, Google. This episode is dedicated to those who live by the sword and die by the sword. To the ones that are listening on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I'm just happy that you're listening. So, welcome. 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 I'll say it again. Welcome to episode 15 of the Struggle Play Podcast. I am your one and only host, Doug. Clearly, I'm excited. Clearly, I'm amped. Why? Maybe because Thanksgiving is on Thursday and it is literally my favorite holiday because I get to eat, 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 eat. But more importantly, it is officially Grammy season. The nominees are out. I cannot wait. There was a lot of snubs. There was a lot of people who are well-deserving. And then there are some people who you expect to win. We're going to get into that a little bit. But first, I wanted to talk about Thanksgiving Day. Because it is Thanksgiving week. And I spent a lot of Thanksgivings. I don't think I have I've spent the Thanksgiving back home in Chicago probably since I was in high school, you know, and I spent a lot of Thanksgivings in Louisiana because we would spend Thanksgiving at Grambling. We would spend Thanksgiving in in Louisiana. Then the next day on Black Friday, everybody would drive down for the big rivalry game, Grambling versus Southern for the Bayou Classic in New Orleans at the Superdome. But first, everybody got their little Thanksgiving Day meals going on. And you knew that you were a loser and lonely if you ate Thanksgiving meal in the calf because you are literally in the deep south. And 
if you can't find a house to crash and eat some damn Thanksgiving food, I don't know what's wrong with you. And that was definitely me all day, every day. And here in Denver, I thought I was going to spend Thanksgiving Day by myself. But then I remember that I do have some family here, you know, so either way, I'm going to be knocking on that door. Come, 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 come. Hey, 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 hey. What's up? Who going to feed me today? Who going to feed me today? So I can't wait for that. I haven't had like a good home cooked meal in a while. I cook my own food, but ain't nothing like a black woman's touch on that pot. Nothing like that good old-fashioned mac and cheese. But, man, <laughs> and it makes me remember uh, the most memorable Thanksgiving moment that I ever had is when me and my friends went to a friend's house. They were more of, like, my friend's friends. Like, the host knew my friends. I didn't really know this person. And <laughs> I literally remember... Everybody was just eating food. And then all of a sudden people, all of my friends just stopped and stared at a wall. And it was a roach on the wall. We were like, whoa. And I was upset because I was on my second plate. I was like, damn it, man. I just, I knew something was off. You know, when you just be feeling like something is off. And like that roach was just all on that wall. And like underneath the roach was like all of these pastries, like all the pies and the cakes. And I was like, I ain't eating shit. I am not eating anything at all. And I remember the host was like, why ain't y'all say nothing? Why ain't y'all say nothing? Why y'all staring at the wall? Oh, my God. It's a roach. Here, I got it. She took off her shoe and literally killed the roach on the wall and everybody was afraid we was like oh and we just knew that that roach was gonna fall on the cake but she caught the roach and i was just like you know what i think i'm good i think i am so good it did like literally we left in like the next 30 minutes because i lost my appetite and it takes a lot for me to lose my appetite and from that thanksgiving day meal we went we drove down to bayou classic and that was literally the best weekend time that I've ever had in New Orleans. Not Thanksgiving. That was like a precursor. That was like the the interlude or the intro or the forward. But we would drive overnight so we can get to New Orleans in the morning so that we could rest up, you know, and do our damn thing. And those drives were pretty much fun. Except, you know, when we first started driving overnight, we was like hella tired you know because from grandma's to new orleans is about a six hour drive and me obviously the best part about road trips for me is when um <laughs> is the music and we will be playing all different types of music and meek bill was hot like in 2012 20, 2011 2012 2013 and we was playing that non-stop meek you know, when everybody woke up in the morning, when we were finding like an hour outside of New Orleans and my music nerd ass, while everybody was doing that, I had on my headphones listening to some Beyonce. Listening to that me, myself, and I, it's all I got in You know, come on, man. I was playing that Beyonce. Just mind my damn business. Oh, hey, look, y'all. I'm sorry. I am a male member of the Beehive. Judge me if you want to. I don't give a damn. All right? Beyonce was popping. Beyonce is still, she's the greatest. She's the greatest.
She's the greatest artist of all time. She's a damn goat. Like, sue me. Judge me. I don't give a damn. And I would just be playing that little Beyonce. Everybody like, Doug, what you, what you over here jamming? What you over here listening to? Like, Ain't nothing, bro. He's like, why you got Beyonce on your phone? My name, mind your business, bro. Mind your business. And fellas, don't act like y'all ain't Beyonce fans neither. I know perpetrators when I see them. I know you be. I know you was not in your head. I know you was secretly watching uh, Beyonce's Homecoming. I know you was watching that on Netflix. Me like, nah, man. I went to go see that with my girl. My 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 girl made me watch that. Nah, player. Shit. Let me jam out on my Beyonce, huh? Hey, judge me if you want to, but it was this song right here that played a part into a Grammy-nominated album. What are you talking about, Doug? This is Beyonce. Shut up and just listen. Hey! What we talking about? This is my favorite song off of Meek Mill's Grammy-nominated album, Championships, 24-7, featuring Ella Mae. Loving the shit out you, fucking the shit out you, for seven days straight, and now I can't live without you. And if we ever broke up, I won't have a kid without you, you forever in my heart. I won't forget about you, I be crushing you on Monday like it's Wednesday. You pressed about that nigga with your friends say, uh, G63 is with your business say. I'm so happy you ain't listen to your friends back. Say what you, you want you about Meek and Nikki's relationship, but Nikki has really taught me the essence of making a good old-fashioned hood love song and because of that meek went to jail came back out of jail and he used what he learned from his previous relationship and put it on a fantastic album that was nominated for best rap album for the grammys meek mills championships other albums that were nominated was uh 21 Savage, I Am, I Was, Igor, Tyler the Creator, YV and Cordae's, The Lost Boy, and Dreamville's Revenge of the Dreamers Part 3. Other artists that I'm really proud of, that I'm happy for, um, Ella May, her debut R&B album got nominated for Best R&B Album. Lucky Day's album, oh god, that boy Lucky Day's good, man. That boy's good. PJ Morton's sec album Paul got nominated. Another great album. And her finessing the game with I Used to Know Her, which was originally two separate EPs, but she put it together and released it as an album. And now it's nominated for Album of the Year. And her song Hard Place, I think, is nominated for Song of the Year as well. Round of applause, kudos, kudos, kudos. What I will say though, Rhapsody's second album, or not, it's not her second album, but Rhapsody's latest album, Eve, didn't get nominated. Major snub. To me, it's the best rap album of this entire year. But we gonna let it slide. 
for now because real music always speaks for itself. And one artist who definitely lets his music speak for himself is Nipsey Hussle. He had two nominations for best uh, rap performance, Racks in the Middle featuring Roddy Rich, and best rap song performance, Higher. That's him, DJ Khaled, and John Legend. And every time I listen to that song, nigga gets a little emotion though. Come on, because it's like he died, but it feels like he left us with such an amazing song. But it feels like he left us an amazing gift with this song because he literally brings it full circle. When you think about his death, when his first verse talks about how his grandparents met and how it led to him. And it, shit, it's hard to listen to sometimes. But I want y'all to hear this because this is me saying thank you to Mother Nicholas. My granny 88, she had my uncle in there. A miscarriage back to back every year for like 10. Pregnant with my mom's, doctor told her it was slim. Was bare row for nine months, but gave birth in the end. Father turned 60, he proud what we done. In one generation, he came from Africa young. Said he met my mom's at the Century Club. Los Angeles love, kinda like hustle and book. Money turned 10, cross turned two. Starting to see this life shift from a bird's view. Alright, I gotta stop before I was getting before I get too emotional. Because this was the song that I was actually gonna break down, but I was like, I really don't wanna get like super emotional. Because you know, Nipsey's death is still pretty raw. It's still like a open wound for most people. But I just wanted to play a little piece of that because yo, he's the shit. Alright? And anybody who knows me knows that I was on Nip, like back when he was selling his album for like a thousand dollars or whatever but let me take you on a trip onto my mindset where i was when i decided to choose today's or when i decided to choose this week's song that i'll be breaking down you know like i said i was definitely in my feelings a lot been dealing with a lot at work um super stressed at work right now but, you know, pushing through like we're grownups, you know what I'm saying? We deal with things because we have to, you know, not because we want to, but because we have to. And it was some things that had reminded me of my ex that had happened over the over the week, last week in particular. And so I decided to take a drive. Whenever there's a lot on my mind, I start just riding in the car. I literally hop in the car and I just start driving and I don't know why. But I was just super in <laughs> my feelings more than I thought I would. And I was literally playing um, this my Adele CD in my car because I still have a bunch of CDs. And it's that one song, All I Ask. If you know about the song, you know about it. Because the shit will just immediately drag you into your feelings. I will leave my heart at the door. I won't say a word They've all been said before, you know So why don't we just play pretend Like, oh my God, do you hear those sad pianos? Like, Jesus, what is happening? Adele, like, literally, who hurt you, girl? Who hurt you? 
And I'm like, damn, they got a real one in his feelings. I got caught. So you can see how that will get you in your feelings. Don't worry, fellas. I already know. Y'all don't get in y'all feelings. Y'all are tough. I'm soft. Whatever. It doesn't happen to anybody. It's just Doug. It's just me. I'm the crazy one. All right. That's cool. <laughs> but literally when I hear this song, I'm like, damn. It even makes me say. Because I know somewhere deep down in my heart. I still love you. <laughs> oh, look, all right, all right, I'm gonna stop playing. I'm gonna stop playing. I just had to play that clip because that shit is the funniest ever. So, what I've learned is, um, there's no one quick fix to like fixing a broken heart and whatnot. So you have to accept those emotions that you feel at that very moment and then put it away. You know, it's not a you can't just get over it the snap of a finger. It's a process where you literally choose to get over shit. And so when I was riding in the hood and I was jamming this song loud, I was like, "Nah, Doug, you got to be cool. You got to be hard. Matter of fact. Let me get my Scarface. Where's Brother Mara back? Hey, for the block, boy. Take it rough. Every day has been the same old thing on my block. You either working or you're slinging on my block. You had to hustle, because that's how we was raised. So at this point, I'm like, yes. I am choosing not to be sad. I'm choosing to be the coolest nigga in the planet. Because like I said, it is a mental choice that you have to make every day in order to move on or to properly heal from a heartbreak or anything that has made you really upset and hurt. And while I was listening to the song, I said, ah, I got it. I got the song of the week that I'll be breaking down. And it is an obvious flip of this song. It's YBN Corday featuring Chance the Rapper called Bad Idea. That's right, we keeping it in the Grammy family. I know myself far too well to be a stranger pain. Despite it all, we remain in the same. I'm just changing the game. Heart pure, never tainted with fame. Straight ahead, I'ma stay in my lane. Never switching courses. Life's amazing. Shit is gorgeous. Looking at the bigger picture portrait and I smile wide. Performed a song and the crowd cried. How can I lie? I'm tearing up as I'm starting to stare in y'all lies. I know the shit you going through the last month. You're stressing as you hitting on that glass blunt. A nigga praying to get lucky like 
Daft Punk, you can't even stomach the pain. Now that's a bad lunch. Uh, ramen noodles on a regular. Add some seasoning and some hot sauce for a better touch. Peanut butter, jelly, and syrup sandwich, etc. And we just flying in the. I chose this song because it is literally the 2019 version of just trying to make it. It talks about the highs and the lows of life. That's why I've been playing rap songs or why I've been breaking down hip hop songs all month long because we're trying to make it as young black men and women or just people of color or just regular human beings. We're trying to make it and we're also trying to leave a legacy behind, which is why I broke down J. Cole's For Your Eyes Only in episode 13. And then I broke down Tory Lane's pieces on episode 14 when we talk about being a product of our own environment, L like living in the hood, literally just trying to make it day by day. And obviously, I chose this song mainly because YBN Cordae's album, The Lost Boy, got nominated for a Grammy and this song is the lead song on there and it features a sample from Scarface's On My Block but the original song is a song by Donny Hathaway and Roberta Flack and that song is called Be Real Black For Me and it's a really good song it's called Be Real Black For Me And hearing this makes me respect him so much as an artist. And he's a part of the YBN crew. You got Namir, Almighty J, and Corday. It's those three. So when I first heard about the YBN crew, I was like, okay, mumble rap generation, put them in this category. Especially after hearing how Almighty J was basically fucking around with Black China. But he really grabbed my attention when I first um, heard him interview on Hot 97 when he talked about who his musical influences were. What made me fall in love with rap was like Big L, Eminem, See? Rakim, Nas. Like those cats for real, for real. And where did you find that stuff? YouTube, bro. I got lost. So I, I, Running I, your Googles. Yeah, like the recommended section in YouTube, bro. Like once you go on like one song, I found like I really got interested in rap through like the Nas and Jay-Z beef obviously in like 2010, you know what I'm saying? Not like 10 years after the beef happened yeah. and shit. Like my folks was like playing that shit in the car. Like, oh shit. And that's amazing to hear from a dude who's about 22, maybe 23 years old. And he's talking about how his main musical influences were basically the forefathers of rap. Like guys who really have bars, Big L, Nas, Jay-Z. And he's first introduced to all this by hearing the Nas and Jay-Z beef while playing, riding in the car with his parents. So immediately I judged him and I was completely wrong. 
And then a few months later after this interview, I see him do this cypher on the BT Hip Hop Awards. And I'm like, oh, that's the dude who was just on Hot 97 saying his influences were like all these great lyricists. And before he starts his freestyle, he literally pulls out his, his inhaler, takes his inhaler, and just gives us some fire. Uh, okay, I'm the type to come in the game and it's launch pain with a bronze frame and a tattoo of my mom's name. This industry has nothing to offer beyond fame. Time to take me to school like LeBron James. Lesson one, I'm a bad teacher who give the class seizures. I smash diva, stash reefer in the lab freezer. No, I'ma get mine. Troll rappers with shit rhymes. Flowing like I'm 10 feet tall. You just 6'9". Chill, that's a high reference and money is my preference. Dollars, I'ma get it abundantly. That's a high blessing. No, these rap... Can stomach me try to digest your scene, Kaepernick wearing Nike. That's how I'm dressed. And Instagram models have a massive disorder. Can't find a real job, you was capping, I caught up. Probably looking northwest like a Kardashian daughter. Getting like little boys with a Catholic father. So not only is he talking the talk, but he's walking it. And when he finally put out his first album, his debut album, The Lost Boy. And people were mainly more excited about Chance's verse. But Corday really has something to say in this. And he literally freestyles his first line to set up for an amazing first verse. I know myself far too well to be a stranger of pain. Despite it all, we remain in the same. I'm just changing the game. Heart pure, never tainted with fame. Straight ahead, I'ma stay in my lane. Never switching courses. Life's amazing. Shit is gorgeous. Looking at the bigger picture portrait and I smile wide. Performed a song and the crowd cried. How can I lie? I'm tearing up as I'm starting to stare and y'all lie. And it's pretty funny for me to hear somebody in his early 20s talk about he's been through so much shit in life that he already knows who he is as a person and it takes a lot of people a long time to figure out who they truly are as an individual and it's sort of a reflection in a sense that he's given us but then he continues on by giving words of encouragement i know this shit you going through the last month you're stressing as you hitting on that glass blunt a nigga praying to get lucky like daft punk and hey, for the sake of the struggle plate, he gives us some food bars. You can't even stomach the pain. Now that's a bad lunch. Uh, ramen noodles on a regular. Add some seasoning and some hot sauce for a better touch. Peanut butter, jelly, and syrup sandwich, etc. And we just flying in the nebula. And I love how he's basically relating to his fans by just saying, I know the shit that you're going through is hard, but you can get it. You can achieve it. You just have to literally go through the emotions, go through the bad in order for you to appreciate the good. And the chorus is the best part of the song. And it might not be such a bad idea if I never went home again. It might not be such a bad idea if I never went home again. Don't you cry, little baby, little baby. It'll be all right. Don't you cry. The chorus is taken from a poet in the early 1970s. I want to say 1971. His name is Gil Scott Haran, and it was his song, Home is Where the Hatred Is. And he literally takes the part where it says, might not be such a bad idea if I never went home again. 
And if you're a Kanye West fan, you would know that this he sampled this entire song on his late registration album for his song, My Way Home. And the original song is basically talking about being a product of your environment, which could be presumably the ghetto or just in a, a toxic or dangerous neighborhood environment. It's saying it might not be such a bad idea if I never make it home again or if I never go home again, meaning I'm trying to get out of this negative situation and i thought it was really genius for him to do that because there are some people who just literally want to leave home and never come back and chance jumps on the second verse and kind of reiterates that but talks about some of the experiences that he's dealt with leaving chicago to pursue his dreams as a rapper i didn't been around the world four times looking for parking Finally found a condo that shit still feel like apartment. Out south, my foul mouth started sounding like apartment. Roundabout like cartwheels, hopped inside of a U-Haul, confused where all my art went. Monsters in a quiet place. Some of these decisions is like Sharpie on a dry erase. I know they thought I wouldn't, but I'm fireplace. I had my cake and ate it too. That shit is in a quiet So you hear Chance going on this journey that he's basically describing. Him trying to pursue his dreams, his passion, and... How he says he got his cake too. He got his cake and he ate it too. And he's basically implying that he got what he wanted and was not limited by having to make a choice between two options or a practice that he's familiar with, meaning that he stayed true to his guns. It is really clever how he continues his second verse by saying that he found his two favorite roommates and his two favorite roommates are his wife and his daughter. I promised I would buy a place. I got my favorite roommates. They used to never see me like when you zip up a new babe. Do that shit for it's too late. Don't ever drink the Kool-Aid. Don't ever think it's sweet. That's that creme de la brulee. Who they? They Robert Goulet. Now let's go to class for a minute. The guy that he just said, Robert Goulet, he's an, uh, an American singer and an actor. And he played in one of his films called The Blue Light. It was a 1966 film. He played an American journalist who's a double agent in Nazi Germany. And so the meaning that he was trying to give off in his song is that family, home, and relationship are rich and very different, multifaceted. It has a bunch of different things that compiles into one, like a versatile actor or a double agent, i.e. Robert Boulay. They not see cuckoo buffet. My wife yelling who day. My daughter yelling hooray. I see it clear like Blu-ray. I park it in the sky. I keep them on my block round the corner of my eye like a sty. Uh. As you can tell, this is a very clever song. And the way that Chance literally passes his verse into Corday without a hook being needed is what makes this genius and effortless 
and very flawless. Uh, so don't you shed a tear, cause there'll be better years. I live life by faith, nigga, instead of fear. God crying, thunderstorms is heaven tears. The feeling of lost hope, shit is never here. Cause we gon' make it happen by any means. A young nigga dog, but I done witnessed many things. Age 13, wearing hand-me-down skinny jeans. You know they're a little extra faded around the knees with the grass stains in them. I really wish a little extra cash came in them, cause a nigga really needed. Now, this third verse is very self-explanatory. He's basically breaking down the struggles that he went through as a kid. Everything that he's had growing up poor, not having enough money, but still trying to fight through and prosper and just really make it. And... He says, just don't shed a tear. Like, don't let your current situation get you down. And as a matter of fact, here's a message from me. Don't let anybody tell you how to live your own damn life. You shouldn't always have to constantly explain yourself to people. Just because one way may work for somebody else doesn't mean it may work for you. So he's basically saying, stay true to yourself. Stay confident within yourself. Be real. If you need to go home, go home. If you need to leave your negative environment, then leave. But remember. It might not be such a bad idea if I never went home. See, it might not be such a bad idea if I never went home. Don't you cry, little baby, little baby. It'll be all right. time that i'm gonna get for this breakdown for this song bad idea and i played this song because it's artists like ybn corday chance the rapper her and even previous older artists anybody who quote unquote is successful stayed true to themselves and they didn't have to and they didn't let their environment trap them they didn't become just the product of their environment. They made a conscious decision to leave, to pursue whatever the hell it is that they want to pursue. They grabbed enough confidence, courage, whatever you may be, whatever you want to call it. They did it. They stayed true to themselves. They quote unquote lived by the sword and died by the sword. You know, that's a great title for this episode. Live by the sword, die by the sword. Meaning that even if you fail while pursuing your passions and dreams, would you regret it more if you failed or if you didn't try? 
That's just the honest example. And Corday, he is such an artist. He is such a fan. And for somebody to be in his early 20s, he literally pays homage and respect to the culture and to the people who came before him. Something that older people in mainly the black community and in hip hop have complained about younger people. And I knew this guy was serious before he came out with his album when he rapped one of the verses from Nas's I Can, a song that is literally dedicated for the youth. And this boy actually listened. And he rapped his verse after rapping a Jay-Z verse. So come on. I don't want to hear that shit no more. That nobody's respecting or paying attention to the culture or to the forefathers before them. Because okay. you just spit a Jay verse. Uh-huh. I always hear you talk about Nas. Yeah, yeah, And I yeah. feel like you probably got a Nas one on Tuck, too. Okay, uh, it's so many, it's too many, it's too many Nas jumps. But, uh, one that always stuck out to me when I was young, because I was like four when this shit came out, the jump, uh, I can. I remember mm. the third verse, he was like, uh, beat, beat. Before we came to this country, we was kings and queens, never porch monkeys. There was empires in Africa called Kush, Timbuktu, where every race came to get books, who learned from black teachers, who taught Greeks and Romans. Asian Arabs gave them gold when gold was converted to money in all things. Money then became empowerment for Europeans, the Persians, military invasions. They heard about the gold, the teachings, and everything sacred. Africa was almost robbed naked. Slavery was money, so they began making slave ships. Egypt was the place that Alexander the Great went. He wasn't, went. He wasn't shocked that the mountains had black faces. Shut off their nose to impose what basically still goes on today. You see, if the truth is told, the youth can grow to learn to survive until they gain control. Nobody said you have to be gangsters, hold. Read more, learn more, change the globe. Hold on. Ghetto children, do your thing. Hold your head up, little man, you're a king. Young princess, when you get your wedding ring, you better say she's my queen. So let's get into today's album of the week. Today's album of the week is a soundtrack. It came out a few weeks ago. It's for the Queen and Slim soundtrack. Really great soundtrack. I love good movie soundtracks. And I'm going to see this movie Queen and Slim because it just looks so damn good. But the soundtrack is what really hooked me. It's always a good soundtrack. That'll get me going to see a movie that I wasn't necessarily interested in seeing. So here's song number one from the Queen of Slim soundtrack. It has Vince Staples in black. It's called Yo Love. Oh, and it also features an artist named Mariba. Vince Staples, black, and Mariba, Yo Love. Too short, mine is bubble the report. Speaking about me and you since they got me off the porch. I've been beating black and blue. Story in my life, tell me something about you. Where you from? Did you stay or did you run? You ever thought about the daughter or a son? No, you looking for a Jason lyric or a love Jones? I know you're probably sick of love songs. I do life for your love. I would probably swing the knife for your love. Go against everything right for your love. And I would probably man down them if they ever tried to stifle your love. Cross the line, I just might feel love. I still remember when we used to all pretend. Afraid to be in love, afraid to just be friends. I still remember when you used to call me up. Was broken hearted young, that nigga dog you, huh? Baby, don't hold no grudge. You know I hold you down. And if they ever try, I got 
Song number two is a remake, in a sense, of Running Away, and Blood Orange does it. It's really good. This song is really for has an, for people with an acquired taste for jazz, especially if you just always are the type of person who likes to be in the mood. That's why I fuck with this. Like, just play this song while you're driving in the car. It'll completely change your perspective on what this song can actually do for you sometimes. If you, especially if you just want to relax and not play all that ratchet shit. Song number three that I'm gonna play for you all is from my favorite female R&B artist. And her name is Sid. I'm talking Sid from the internet. All right, Sid the Kid. And this song is called Getting Late. And I'm gonna end this episode with this song. This is Sid with Getting Late. I really strongly encourage you all to... Listen to this album, the Queen of Slim soundtrack. And before I go, happy Thanksgiving, peace and love. My name is Doug. Oh, babe, you just fell in love with me again. Said, oh, to think we started out as only friends. I had you all Just don't seem tired to stand